Greetings and a warm welcome to the 22nd edition of the Z News Podcast. It's Friday, June 30th, 2023, and I'm your host, Ayanda. Join me as we dive into the dynamic world of news and uncover the intriguing narratives shaping Zambia's landscape. In today's episode, we'll dive into the headlines making waves across Zambia. Sit back, relax, and let's explore the stories that shape our nation. Let's not wait any longer, it's time to delve in. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has two entries today. Entry number one is entitled Liquid C2 Cybersecurity Report Reveals Increase in Cyber Attacks. The latest cybersecurity report reveals that businesses in Kenya, South Africa, and Zambia have experienced a dramatic increase in cyber attacks, with Kenyan businesses reporting an 82% increase. The report highlights the need for companies to invest in cybersecurity measures and collaborate with trusted third-party managed security services providers to protect against reputational damage, financial loss, and potential business interruptions. Entry number two is entitled Make Your Deals, Minister. The 57th Zambia International Trade Fair has opened its doors in Andola, with Minister of Small and Medium Enterprises Elias Mavonga urging local and international companies to use the opportunity to make business deals and stimulate economic development. Next up, we have news from News Diggers, which has an incredible 10 entries today. Let's explore the stories. The first entry is entitled Amswati to Grace International Trade Fair. King Amswati III of the Kingdom of Swatini is expected to arrive in Zambia on a state visit from June 30 to July 2, 2023. During his visit, King Amswati will hold bilateral talks with President Hakane Hichilema and sign several memorandums of understanding. The second entry is entitled ZBF Sweats Over Funds to Send Teams for Tony. The Zambia Basketball Federation is looking for K1.4 million to send two teams of under-16 boys and girls to the Africa Basketball Championship in Tunisia, which Zambia has qualified for for the first time. The third entry is entitled We Are Ready for Switzerland, MWAP. The Copper Queens are ready to face Switzerland in an international friendly today, as they continue to prepare for the World Cup. Coach Bruce Moip is looking for an improved performance after the 3-2 loss to Ireland and has declared a clean bill of health for the team. The fourth entry is entitled 63% of new cancer cases die in Zambia, Masibo. Health Minister Sylvia Masibo has revealed that 63% of new cancer cases in Zambia are fatal and that childhood cancers are associated with very high mortality rates. She also noted that the National Health Insurance Management Authority, NIMA, only pays a maximum of K1, 500 towards cancer treatment for each patient. Entry number 5 is entitled Amos Opts to Remain Silent in Insulting Language Case. The former special assistant to the President for Press and Public Relations Amos Chanda, his wife Mabel and his sister-in-law are charged with three counts of using insulting language and obstructing anti-corruption commission officers. Magistrate Dominic Mekalicha has set September 29, 2023, as judgment day in the case, with Chanda opting to remain silent. Entry number six is entitled Who's Behind the Precious Magand and Faith Musonda Money? 
Precious Namwimba Magand has recently revealed that she was sentenced to five years in prison for stealing 1.2 million US dollars from the house of a patriotic front government official. She claims that PF officials kept millions of dollars in trunks in their houses, which she could not resist stealing. Entry number seven is entitled Lungu Gives Us Hope, PF Still Depends on Him, Bowman. PF Central Committee member Bowman, Lusambo has acknowledged that the former ruling party is still dependent on Edgar Lungu, as he is still the father of the party. Lusambo also noted that the PF is inclined to Lungu because he has given them messages of hope. The eighth entry is entitled Lees Should Take Interest in Precious Magan's Revelations, Laifuka. Ruben Laifuka, a good governance activist, has called for law enforcement agencies to investigate Precious Magan's revelations about millions of dollars kept in the homes of former Patriotic Front leaders. George Chizanga, a PF member of parliament, has described the story as fictitious. The ninth entry is entitled Mopani Recorded K5BN Loss in 2022, Reveals ZCCMI. ZCCMI has revealed that Mopani Copper Mines PLC recorded a loss of K5.08 billion, 298.1 million US dollars, in 2022, compared to K1.46 billion, 74.2 million US dollars, in 2021. Copper production at Mopani also reduced to 72,694 tons in 2022 from 87,600 and 18 tons in 2021. Entry number 10 is entitled Debt Deal Bad for Those Wishing to Form Government, Ankulukusa. The Treasury Secretary Felix Ankulukusa has stated that the debt restructuring agreement is a bad thing for those in the opposition, but good for those in government and the Zambian people as it provides stability. Finance and National Planning Minister Dr. Sichimbeko Mazakotwane has also stated that it would have been impossible to repay most of the debt in five years' time. Next up, we have news from Mwabantu, which has five entries today. Entry number one is entitled Magistrate Court Convicts Mbombo. Former Ankana and Zesco United striker Idris Mbombo has been convicted by the Andola Magistrate Court for giving false information to an immigration officer and obstruction. He was sentenced to pay a fine of K6000 or face six months in jail. Entry number two is entitled Minister of Home Affairs and Internal Security Jack Mambu Defends Police. Minister of Home Affairs and Internal Security Jack Mambu has stated that the police acted professionally in the cases of former Ambassador Emmanuel Mwamba, Rizwan Patel, and Chris Zumani Zimba, and urged those who have witnessed police brutality to report the matter to the Police Complaints Commission or take legal action. Entry number three is entitled 48 Houses Owners Coupled Jailed for Three Years. A Lusaka couple has been sentenced to three years in prison for possession of 51 properties worth over K37 million, which were suspected to be proceeds of crime. The court found that their sources of income did not match the amount of money used in the investment, and there was no evidence of the foreign money sent to the convict being declared, as required by law. Entry number four is entitled King Amswati III to grace this year's Zambia International Trade Fair in Andola during state visit. King Amswati III of the Kingdom of Eswatini 
is arriving in Zambia today for a state visit, at the invitation of President Hakane Hichilema. The two leaders are expected to hold bilateral talks and sign memoranda of understanding in key sectors, culminating in the King's attendance of the 57th Zambia International Trade Fair as guest of honor. The fifth entry is entitled Five Criminals Arrested for Stealing at the Ongoing Trade Fair in Andola. Five suspected criminals have been apprehended in Andola for stealing laptops and cash from the trade fair grounds. The suspects have been identified and the stolen items have been recovered by the police. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has a remarkable 12 entries today. Let's dig into them. Entry number one is entitled Irregularities Mod Might CDF Projects Cancelled. The Might Town Council in Western Province has terminated seven contracts worth more than three million quarter due to irregularities during the selection of contractors. The affected projects have since been re-advertised and include the construction of classroom blocks and staff houses in various schools across the district. UPND Secretary-General Batuke Imenda has praised both the Might and Lukulu Town Councils for implementing CDF projects in a satisfactory manner. Entry number two is entitled Crisis Hit Pakistan Strikes $3 Billion IMF Bailout Deal and was posted in the business category. Pakistan has reached a staff-level agreement with the IMF for $3 billion of funding to help the country recover from its worst economic crisis since independence and the devastating floods of 2022. The deal is expected to be approved by the IMF's executive board in the coming weeks. The third entry is entitled Chinese spy balloon did not collect information, says Pentagon and was posted in the global category. The Pentagon has confirmed that the Chinese balloon that flew over the US and Canada in February did not collect any information, despite having intelligence collection capabilities. US efforts to mitigate any intelligence gathering are believed to have contributed to the balloon's failure to gather sensitive information. The fourth entry is entitled Riot Response is Out of Proportion French MP. Natalia Puzairev, an MP for President Macron's Renaissance Party, has accused some politicians of trying to exacerbate the riots in France, calling them out of proportion and a pretext for gangs to carry out looting. The mayor of Toulouse has also warned against an overreaction by the government, calling for calm and saying the majority of people on the affected housing estates simply want to get on with their lives. The fifth entry is entitled Mvok Demands Compensation for 13 ex-abductees and was posted in the news category. Mvok is demanding compensation for the 13 young women who were abducted and is taking legal action against the state for the trauma and losses they incurred. YWCA and the victims' families are also calling for compensation to help in the recovery process. Entry number six is entitled Mika Chensali, Road Works to Begin and was posted in the news category. The Road Development Agency is making progress on the Great North Road, with plans to work on the stretch between Chensali and Pika districts reaching an advanced stage. Additionally, works have already begun on a dual carriageway within Nakon Central Business District. Entry number seven is entitled Mzini Welcomes Debt Restructuring as a Game Changer and was posted in the local category. 
Chief Mzini of Eastern Province has commended President Hakane Hichilema for negotiating debt restructuring and has appealed to beneficiaries of the constituency development fund loans to pay back so that Zambians can work hand-in-hand hand with the government to develop the country. He also highlighted the importance of the opening of the United Capital Fertilizer Zambia, Limited, which will enable the country to have enough fertilizer manufactured locally. Entry number 8 is entitled Stop the Falsehoods! Exclamation mark Membu, and was posted in the news category. Home Affairs Minister Jack Membu has clarified that the Zambia Police Service has been acting professionally and in accordance with the law, dispelling allegations of police brutality against opposition party members. He also noted that President Hakane Hichilema is working to restore law and order in the country and that the police now operate professionally compared to when the UPND was in opposition. The ninth entry is entitled Marriage Legal Age Revised from 16 to 19 Years and was posted in the Culture category. Cabinet has approved the Marriage Amendment Bill 2023 which seeks to revise the age for avoid marriage from 16 to 19 years in order to protect both children from early marriages. Additionally, the Defense Amendment Bill 2023 was approved to replace the death penalty with life imprisonment. The tenth entry is entitled ZNBC to televise Copper Queens, Switzerland-friendly game and was posted in the sports category. Tonight, Zambia and Switzerland will face off in a friendly match, which will be televised on ZNBC's TV3 channel 004. ZNBC has also partnered with the Zambia Rugby Union and Topstar to broadcast the Africa Women's Sevens Rugby 2024 Olympics pre-qualifiers from tomorrow to Sunday. The 11th entry is entitled European Drafts Grand Masters I Lusaka's African Championship and was posted in the sports category. The Zambia Drafts Federation is preparing to host the 2023 African Championship in Lusaka next month, with six European Grand Masters set to compete alongside other African and European nations. The Federation is however struggling to raise the necessary funds to host the tournament, and has appealed to the corporate world for assistance. The 12th entry is entitled Lusaka hosts women rugby pre-Olympic qualifiers and was posted in the sports category. This Saturday, Zambia will host the Paris 2024 Rugby Sevens pre-Olympic qualifiers, with 10 teams from across the continent competing for three spots in the main qualifiers in Tunisia later this year. Zambian head coach Willis Magasa and Egypt's technical director Zoblani Ramsey have both expressed optimism in qualifying, while Ivory Coast winner Moira Brenner has declared her team one of the strongest in the competition. And that, dear listeners, brings us to the end of another fantastic edition of the Z News Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our time together today, catching up on the latest happenings. Until next time, this is Ayanda signing off, wishing you a wonderful day or night ahead. Take care, stay safe, and keep being awesome. Later.